to another episode of Karaoke Cast. Thanks for listening today. We got a special show. I'm one of your hosts, Pomp, here with Mud and T Dog. And we say hello, Mud. Hello. T Dog. Aloha. We have a very special guest today by the name of Max. Max is a legendary DJ. Do you go by DJ Max? What KJ? KJ? Really? Yeah. You like KJ? KJ's right. good. Max is a legendary KJ in the city, and uh, we brought him on to pick his brain about all the questions we have uh, for karaoke DJ KJ. So, um, yeah, we'll just get started. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, I'll turn it over to T-Dog to start with the questions. Max, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, I started hosting karaoke three years ago uh, exclusively at the Old Town Tavern in Arvada. OTT. OTT, baby. Uh, that's sort of like, you know, when I tell my friends to meet me at my bar, that's what I'm talking about. All right. It's close to my house. I know all the staff. You know, except for Bev, they all love me. All right, so Max, uh, let's get the questions rolling here. Uh, oh, what what kind of do you most like about doing karaoke and uh, you know hosting it, and and maybe uh, what do you most kind of dislike about it, or what are some of your pet peeves, or uh, what what kind of gets stuck in your craw sometimes? Uh, that's a good question. I like uh, the best part of hosting karaoke is essentially is being paid to uh, party. Nice, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, aside from being a DJ or a bartender. Be a birthday clown. <laughs> being a birthday clown. Juggling, but then you've got kids around. Yeah, you don't want that. But when you party, you're able to drink. And, and most karaoke hosts I know of all have a, a tab with the mm-hmm. bar. And the bar doesn't mind if they have a couple beers. Mm-hmm. So I feel like having a couple beers and just partying. And keep you got to keep it together, of course. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's the best part. Do they pay you in beers, or you can you set up a tab? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, you have a tab. Yeah, most most places will have a tab for you to run. You know, the Old Town Tavern is very gracious. They give me a twenty five dollar tab right. every night, and that's fantastic. I can eat, or I can. I actually a lot of the times I'll just give away a lot of the tab. Uh-huh. You know, you have little. That's another thing. You pick any song you want under the sun, and then you have a competition where you announce to the bar, hey. First person to guess this song gets to have a shot on me, or whatever the shot special is, whatever beer special is, I'll buy a beer for someone. And then I'll sometimes up the ante and say, you know, whoever can pick out this song gets a shot, but whoever sings the song I want you to sing gets a beer. So then, like, somebody will pick the name of the song I'm playing, but then whoever they're with you know, or one of their friends, they get to pick to sing my random song, and that gets them a beer and a yeah, shot for yeah. free. So essentially, you, you just play, you play gay, you, you, you have fun. You, it's like a party atmosphere. That is a generous host. I'd be drinking all $25 at myself. Yeah. And then requesting <laughs> shots from the bar, from the yeah, crowd. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, so you do have to be kind of the master of ceremonies. You got to keep it flowing and uh we talked uh, earlier and you said you enjoy that that performance aspect of it you know to kind of be able to keep it going keep people hyped up that's part of the challenge right the energy absolutely you bring your energy every night and regardless if there's five people in the bar or 10 and you know i've started hosting karaoke nights before where um 
it's super super slow mm-hmm. there's like six people maybe seven people and you don't you don't know if any of them are want to sing so you might let that lack of singers like weigh you down you keep playing the songs you want to play you sing a couple songs yourself mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden uh, you know a bachelorette party shows up nice right? you know it instantly changes your night so that's the other great thing about hosting karaoke is your night is dictated by the ebb and flow of people yeah it's spontaneous and uh it's not so much the quantity of people in the bar but it's more the uh, the quality of people are yeah. they are they uh willing to sing are they listening and um you know into it and things like that right absolutely do you have any things offhand that you know of that you kind of don't like what pisses you off max uh Besides me, we'll get you. Besides me, we'll get to. We'll get to you later. We'll get your go. (laughs) No, um, I guess what what makes me upset is when people jump on stage to start singing a song with the singer without knowing them or asking them if it's cool. Oh, Oh, yeah, it happens a lot because people's walls are down. When that's the other thing, like. Drinking and karaoke go hand in hand. It doesn't mean they always have to happen, but you just have to expect that something weird's going to happen every now and then because most people's filter, their filter gets turned off after, right, after the fifth after beer or whatever. Right. Four. So are you able to moderate that all? Do you have to kind of no. be a bouncer from time to time? Or? Uh, you ask very subtly the person who was singing, say, you know, Mud, you're on stage singing, you know, uh, My Heart Will Go On, you know, which... You probably wouldn't sing, but you're singing it. How's that go? You know, the Titanic song. Oh, it's yeah. one of my favorite karaoke Slim songs. Do them, yeah. do, do them. I would love to get like five to six people on stage every night to sing that song. All right. It would be my, my ideal <laughs> night of hosting karaoke. Right. We'll have to step well, up there. It. Yeah. I don't know. That's, you know, that's not really in my wheelhouse. No, it's, it's, not, it's, not in any, it's really not in anybody's wheelhouse. That's I mean, the thing. I might stand at the corner of the stage with my arms spread out, yeah. waiting for Pump to hold me up. <laughs> I got a bad back, man. <laughs> I'll hold you up then. <laughs> all right, all right. Then you'll have a bad <laughs> But if you've practiced, which I know people do, people practice karaoke, but if you practice that song all week, right? Mm. And well, you come in to sing just that song, all of a sudden it's someone else's favorite song from across the room, and you see them running on stage. Oh, mm-hmm. They don't ask. They just hop on stage. They grab the mic. They start hitting it. Is it on? Is it on? And no, it's not no, on. it's not. But do you turn it on for them? Normally you do, but you check in. You're like, you, you have to say it real quiet. Like, do, do, do you care? Do you care if this person... Uh, you know? Fuck yes, I do. <laughs> so, and if that's the case, then you have to interrupt the song and usher this person off stage. I'm yeah. sorry, it's not your turn. Which basically you, kills the vibe yeah, that you had made with your song. Well, not really. I mean... Here's the other thing, like, if you're singing the song and you're you're having a good time, mm-hmm. some people don't care if someone else comes up on Yeah, stage. I think it's, yeah. a, I consider it like a mercy help, you know, I'm like, bring it up, dude, because I was floundering here, you know. So it, it, could, it could be that way, so if it's welcome, then that makes me feel good, because then it's just like, this person doesn't care one way or the other, they, you know, they're not at home, you know, practicing, waiting for the right moment to unleash whatever song they want to sing, and then... But if they don't care and the person comes on stage, it's just more the merrier. Yeah. I saw you but get then, all pissed but, off the other night when uh, we were in there. And uh, there was two girls 
They got up and they said, you're welcome. And you got all fired up. You remember you're that? Welcome. I hate when they say you're welcome, man. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome to bother because um, uh, they sucked. No, it's, it's, they just think they're, it's their but, gift to but the world. They did suck. They did suck. It, it's, it's part of, uh, if, if karaoke is art, which I believe it is, then it's akin to you going into the Denver Art Museum and the painter of some nice painting standing next to it or watching it with you or viewing it and all of a sudden walking up and noticing you looking at their art and saying, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, and that's you know, it, you're like, wait, what do you mean? I'm just looking at your art. I haven't decided if I like it or not. And they're just like, it's okay. You're welcome. You're welcome. You know, it's so, it, it, you know. I kind of liken it to like uh, if you're singing and somebody hopped up on stage to sing with you. It's kind of like, uh, let's say you're in the art museum and somebody brings a can of spray paint and just says, here, I'm going to I'm gonna refurbish this painting right here and yeah, make, it, make yeah. it a little better. And I was like, well, you think it might be better in your eyes, but maybe it's not, you know? So, mm-hmm. so again, uh, that's kind of pretty subjective. That's how they always are. I'm going to help mm-hmm. out with this painting. I'm going to add something. Sometimes sure. uh, kind of help is not appreciated or yeah. not wanted. And then one last thumbnail for that is when the person comes on stage and sings with a friend that they weren't on the list. So so they turn in, you, you turn in your name. Mm-hmm. You know, in almost every karaoke bar, you turn in the name. Your name's uh, Jennifer, and you're at the bar with Jackie and Giselle, and you just put Jennifer on the page. Okay, Giselle loves to sing. She's got a song, two songs after Jackie sings. Okay, well, Jackie starts singing, and all, all of a sudden, Giselle decides she's going to run up on stage and sing with Jackie. Well, she's two songs away. Now, all of a sudden, she's on stage. Okay, I count that as a singer. There you go. So I'm gonna push Giselle back because you give everyone equal time on stage, and when people don't understand that and argue with me about it, that gets my goat. That's all. It gets my goat when they don't do that because I've been to places and they'll have that sit like a duet, and then the next singer is one person from the duet, the next singer is the other person from the duet, and I'm just like, what is this? A concert? What did I (laughs) do? Right. You know. Okay, Maxwell. uh, I think you kind of covered your the. The uh, likes and the dislikes. Uh, Mud, you got anything for Max here you'd like to ask him? I think we're all wondering how every DJ gets, or KJ gets their uh, their start being a KJ. Was it, it, it was actually, it was a Valentine's Day night where I had nothing going on, and I went in to have a drink, and the person hosting karaoke sucked. And they were like a fill-in, you know? And you could mm-hmm. tell that they were a fill-in, and you could tell that they didn't know what they were doing, and there was no energy. And the bar felt weird. Of course, it's a, I mean, it's Valentine's Day at a bar. What bar doesn't feel weird on Valentine's Day? Yeah. Anyway, it was later at night. It was like 11, 15 or It was whatever. some sad, lonely it people was, out there. Yeah, I think I was there that was day. Some... I, didn't have a, I didn't have a date, and I came out to do no, some no, karaoke. No, it's, it's, I mean, Valentine's Day's at bars, hands down, at 11, 15 p.m. can be some of the most interesting places. Because mm-hmm. the energy in the room is so weird. Yeah. Anyway. I'm there, I'm you drinking. You can smell the desperation in the oh, yeah. <laughs> But I, I come up to Jamie and I ask her, I said, this guy, this person is, what, what, where did you, like, where did you find them? And she goes, I don't know, you know. And I asked her, I said, um, what, do, what do you have to do to host? <laughs> and the next words out of her mouth was, do you want to host? And I was like, well, yeah, I could do it. And she's like, the gig's yours. She'd seen me wow. sing before. She'd seen me sing. She, we had, you know, I'd been going there for a couple of months, and she knew I was a performer. So 
that was that. And, and then I started training, and the very first time I ever hosted karaoke was three years ago, St. Patrick's Day. The, the easiest first... job interview it's, ever, huh? It, yeah. You're yeah. hired. It's kind of like, I think once we, I go to a bar, once they get to know me, once they know my personality, then I got to find a new bar. You, know? <laughs> you, you are Mr. Personality. <laughs> I, think, I think you overshared there. <laughs> like, if you can find a new bar, call your home, that'd be great. You, have, you usually, haven't run out of bars yet? They usually, they usually kick us out because we start talking dirty or something. I know. <laughs> so, Max, uh, what are some of your favorite types of songs to sing yourself and to hear others sing? I think about how I'm going to sing songs a lot. So, <laughs> like, there's, I, I turned in Big Girls Don't Cry. Oh, oh who sings that? Uh, well, I, there's two versions. There's the Fergie version, which is the most horrible song written. <laughs> you know, you know which one I'm talking about, right? I don't know if I do. Yeah, I do. Okay. I've, I've heard that one. You've heard the one. Yeah. You know, the lyrics suck from the beginning of the song to the end of the song. I'm going to have to listen to this. Oh, yeah. it's bad. Can it's you do bad. a little bit? Oh, yeah. It's uh, um, it's just those... <laughs> that whole sentence is so dumb. <laughs> like, But then the way she extends it. It's personal, myself, and I. <laughs> and then, of course, big girls don't cry. I think I have heard that. It's bad, hmm. right? But I turned it in because I wanted to get rid of the icky feeling I have whenever I hear that song. So I was like, I'm just going to abuse this song. I'm going to treat it as my own. You say it was Fergie? Fergie. Fergie sings. I was going to sing this song the way I want to, which would be, you know, whatever comes out. But it's not going to sound like the way I just did it. But it's not going to sound not, not like that. But I put it in and the karaoke host had me sing Big Girls. Big Girls Dog. That's the one I was thinking. That's the one you were thinking. Yeah. So I did that instead. It was fun. And everyone at the bar was laughing. And everyone had a good time. So I was like, fine. It was great. But it wasn't what what I wanted to do. Well, I mean, is it Fergie that talks about her her home? Yeah, her humps. Her lovely lady If she's not singing that one, I don't want to hear it. (laughs) No, but there's something to be said about awful songs yeah. and singing there awful is. songs and putting your own spin on them. What is her hump, dude? Like her that's her backside, that's her butt. Her booty. Uh, I was thinking like a See, the hump back. No, the hump like is a hump back in Notre Dame or something. Like, <laughs> hump, that's There's gross. some sexy hump back. <laughs> the hump is the hump is the butt. The hump is the butt. Her lovely lady lumps are her, you know, her breasts. Okay. Cuz that doesn't even sound good. my lovely lady lumps. I'm like No, it's yeah. Jugs, yeah. dude. Jugs. Jugs sounds good. Lumps, no. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, let's keep it going. Max, I know. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about. I know you have an acting background. You're a professional actor. Yep. How does uh, how does that play into your karaoke KJing, or how does your KJing play into your acting, if it does or does it? Ooh, great. That's question. a lot of questions. No, no, no. That's a great a question. Um, KJing. It helps you with your focus and with your timing and with your listening. When you're a performer, you feel out another person's energy on stage. Mm-hmm. And that's all about acting is reacting. So when you're on stage with a partner, scene partner, or whatever, and you're, you're going through the script and 
you feel the attention of the audience. Okay? Mm-hmm. So when you feel the inattention of your karaoke audience, like on stage, you when you're a good actor, you don't try harder when you feel the audience dip out or stop paying attention. Because if you start trying harder, you start overacting. You just trust that the script is good, your director is good, the blocking is good, everything you need that you performed in rehearsal is all good. So you just do the show the way you do it, regardless of whether you feel the audience drop off. So when you're doing karaoke, you feel the audience stop paying attention when someone's singing um, Fergie. When someone's singing Big Girls Don't Cry, it's a stupid, slow, pointless song. And if you got a bar full of 35 people that are ready to party, guess what? You have to have a song in your back pocket that basically turns the energy back all the way up. Because you there's nothing ca- you else. to counteract yeah, that. Yeah, there's nothing else people want to hear more than the Kungs. You know, this girl, the bum, 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 bum. Now, that's a great. That's a great one because the energy come. It brings it up, especially if you start it right at the hook. That's a great one though for pulling the energy straight back up, and so is a lot of um, EDM, like electronic dance music. If you if you play a lot of those great hits, um, immediately following a complete dud of a karaoke song, it helps, and a lot of like. R&B, rap, West, West Coast, Dr. Dre. the crowd back in. Yeah, you, get, you just get the just crowd like, nodding their heads again after... Being, eh. Right. So some people don't know the difference between a good karaoke bar song and a bad karaoke bar song. Yeah. And it shows, so you have to correct for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Max, how important is it to uh, kind of make your singers feel uh, comfortable and less self-conscious and things like that. Is that kind of part of it, too, to kind of get people yeah, you know, um, kind of into it and kind of not so, you know, wigged out when they go up there to sing? Maybe you got somebody that first time they've sung or that kind of thing. Do you, do you, do you have a way that you kind of like to deal with that? Yeah. Uh, you'll know when people come to talk to you if they're super confident in their abilities or if they're not. And sometimes you just walk up to people and at a table that are just sitting there and you've noticed they've been hanging out, having a good time. Just, you walk right up to them and say, how come you guys haven't seen? And they'll start laughing. No. And then what some, most of the time, if there's four or five of them, they'll start pointing at the person at the table who wants to sing the most. Right then and there, you make it your point to make that person sing. Right. Because that person may have been the one who decided that, the karaoke bar would be a good place to hang out to that begin with. Might break, the other people break are just the ice, ice, break the ice for the other people. Yeah, right? you got to kind of prime the pump a little bit, right, to kind of get everybody else kind of more involved. Yeah, right? I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've done that, where encouraging people to sing mm-hmm. at a particular table, or I'll call them out. But I can't tell you, seventy-five percent of the time, when you call someone out at a table. Someone usually shows up from that table and is like, "Okay, well, what do you have? I want to do right. this. This is what I like." So that's the other thing. People come up if they even if they don't want to sing, they'll just come up because you're interacting with them. They'll be like, "These are the things I sing. Help yeah. me find something like it." Right? Yeah, it sounds to me like they they uh, respond fairly positively to you, kind of cajoling them a little bit, and 
maybe that's what it takes. I have a theory that everybody wants to really, you know, get up there and sing and be noticed and it's true. have people clap, but they're sometimes embarrassed or too afraid to do that. So sometimes they need a little, uh, you know, cajoling or... yeah. You know, that type yeah, of thing. Yeah, I, you know, free, maybe free beer, free free beer and free shots will do that. There's moments when I've been at karaoke bars and certain DJs will nose in on every single song everybody sings, and it's annoying. I mean, they start, they sing it with them? Yeah. Yeah. No, That's no. terrible. I mean, I can understand somebody needing help, but, I mean, even recently, we, we, had, we were out at a karaoke bar, and, and the KJ... Just nosed in on every song. Um, made T Dog was used to singing both parts of a certain song, and this particular KJ decided she was going to sing the other part for him. You know, and and he didn't have a choice. And it. it's like you're the controlling factor here. You're the KJ, but you also got to have respect for the singers because it's about them, not about you, right? I mean, would you agree with that? Completely, completely. And that's that's the other thing. Um, as a performer, when I'm working my way through a story with my fellow actors, the story isn't about me. The audience paid. Right. The yeah. story's about them. It's yeah. about communicating what was on the page to the audience. Being a good actor is the most selfless thing you can do. Mm-hmm. The most selfish thing you can do is being an actor who's completely self-absorbed with how they feel on stage every single moment throughout the entire play. Same thing with the karaoke host. Karaoke host, if they're self-absorbed, if they think they're God's gift to singing, then they're going to do that. They're going to interject in every song that they feel that they love the most. Mm-hmm. I'll feel it when I know someone is, would want me to sing with them. Yeah. You know, yep. you have that look on their like, face, like hell. There's, there's a classic. There's a classic karaoke song where that happens all the time, where I don't know which way they want me to go, and it's "Under the Bridge" by Chili Peppers. Oh. And I love the John Frusciante moment. Under the bridge, downtown. <laughs> I love to sing because I love singing in falsetto. Yeah. So sometimes I get on the mic and do that, but they want to do that sometimes. Sometimes they don't. So I'll wait and I'll feel it out. I'm always waiting. Like whenever that comes, that part of the song comes up, I'm like, "Are they gonna do it? Are they gonna do it?" And then if they do, I'll just be like, cool. But if they don't, I will totally sing that high John Frusciante note. All right, so Max, we're uh, getting to the end here. If you had to tell all singers who come into a karaoke bar or something, what would you tell them? Don't apologize for your song, ever. I get a lot of apologies. You apologize to begin with, you're kind of setting yourself up for... Negative negativity, right? You yeah, just, you, just want them to, you feel like you made a mistake, and right. there's just there's no such thing as a mistake. There's no mistakes in karaoke. Okay. There's none. Even if they did do a good job, I think a good KJ would probably say, "Nice work," or you know, something as they're as they're stepping off stage, and you do you like that was blah blah blah. Good job, blah blah. Or, yeah, thanks, blah blah. Whatever you know. Yeah, yeah. I think your your whole philosophy is karaoke is a piece of art that's that's interesting because right? you wouldn't paint a painting they're like, sorry sorry about this painting right you're just like, right there it is man either take it or leave it you know on to the next one and 90 percent of the audience has has no clue they're taking part i know people that sit in the corner of karaoke bars soaking it in it's the humanity and they they don't care to sing they might not even drink but maybe like and they'll sip a gin and tonic 
for two hours just so they could sit in the corner of a karaoke bar and witness the humanity. That's right. It's people watching at its finest. Those massage chairs at the mall, they're not even getting a massage. They're sitting in these chairs literally just watching people. I I thought they were sitting there with a pocket full of roofies. (laughs) I think it's like that that shared experience type thing, that, you know, message in a bottle kind of, uh, you know, that it's like that Billy Joel song, you know, Piano Man. It's like, you know... uh, you know, we're sharing a drink called loneliness, but it's better than drinking alone kind of thing. So it's like we're all there, you know, or it's kind of a group thing, you know. Yeah. You know, I don't know any of these people, but at least we're kind of all in the same boat. And they're all getting up there to do their thing. So I'm going to respect them enough to, you know, listen to them and give them props for, you know, having the having the gumption to get up there and do it. Yeah. You know? And if you're going to sing or sit, if you're going to sit close to the karaoke stage and if you're going to sing, you better applaud after. Oh, yeah. You better if you're gonna sing, if you're gonna sing, it's you better applaud so you have some allies in the audience. So hopefully they'll return the favor. You know when you get up there. Otherwise, that's right. If you're heckling people, they're gonna remember that when they sit down and they see you out there. It's like I remember him. I have a hard time applauding for the guy that picks a ten minute song mm-hmm. every time he gets uh, up to sing. Uh, we, all, we all know that guy. <laughs> you, you might like it. You might have a different take because we're like in the audience going, no, but as a DJ, you might be like a 10-minute break for me. I'm going to go, uh, i got to drive home, oh, cheat, right. put the yeah. clothes in the washer into the dryer, <laughs> come back. I think they, that's they the thing. Like, those, are, those, are the, those are the people who are attention starved. Oh, yeah. That's like exactly they, my thoughts. You know, those are the guys who you run into them accidentally at the water cooler, and they're suddenly... What turned into a five-minute little break for you is eight minutes long because they're just they're unloading all of their thoughts on you because they need the attention. Telling you, those what are they, the same people who, who who you know they see you checking out at the grocery store and they just walk up and start talking to you and the five items are less and you're like, do I know you? And they're just like, oh, you know, I saw you grab those bananas. Did you hear the story about bananas? <laughs> and they're just like, you know. Well, you got some condoms there, too. Maybe they wanted to grab your balloon there. What's going on? like a pickup line. It's my kind of party. (laughs) I I have a a thing where I think if if they sing a a song that's longer than, like, three and a half minutes, then they should uh, assume the position, grab their ankles, and allow everybody else in the bar to kick them squarely in the nuts. Oh, damn. In the nuts or front butt. There you go. (laughs) <laughs> because you know we've all heard uh, American Pie, we, we've all heard American Pie or uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, but you know when you when you have to person. when you have to sit through it, you know right. it's just sometimes it's just I like, don't allow uh, Bohemian Rhapsody until after midnight. Nice. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a call. That's a good that's call. A, that's a no, no early Bohemian Rhapsody policy. Not, it doesn't even have to be a closer. It just has to be after midnight yeah. for some reason in my in my mind. And there were some people that there were some people that were out there like, well, we've got a babysitter. We need to we need to get back. We want to go home. We want to all sing. And I said, I'll let you sing it at eleven thirty. Half the people like, in here have babysitters, right? Exactly. Because I was like, I just have them have babies with them. What the hell? Bring the kids to the bar next time and give them shots. Yeah, it doesn't feel right. It's not ready for prime time. And that song, it's it's just overdone. Oh yeah. Mm. I I wonder why like. Couldn't someone who puts these on the karaoke version, right, condense them or just take out the highlights of Bohemian Rhapsody, make it a three-minute song with the highlights, you know, Mama, you know, I see a little zillow, like that part, and, you know, we know what the good parts are, put that in there, make it three, four minutes, and be done with it. I don't want the whole American Pie, man. Right. 
I, oh no, and there are there are songs that are the shortened American pop. Are there? Yeah, there there are. But then when you do the when you do them, the person singing this so, so turns around and gives you a dirty look. Disgruntled. Like, yeah, that's not this one I wanted. I got seven minutes to go. What are you doing? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I plan on being up here for a good fifteen minutes. What the hell? So here's one. I know we're running long on time, and the listeners just love us, so they're going to keep listening. But. Is it a bad thing when somebody comes in nine o'clock, nine thirty, average karaoke start time? Yeah, sings a song, and then two hours later, somebody else wants to sing the same song. I mean, I know some people say that already got was sang, but two hours later, it's my my opinion that you know everybody's so shit faced already, probably that or. The is rotated in the crowd's rotated in and out that nobody's gonna care if somebody sings that song again. Is, I mean, how, what are your thoughts on that? That's just my opinion. I just I I know that some people are like no. So most karaoke that. slots are four to five hours. If someone sings, "Baby Got Back" at nine thirty, and then I get somebody who wants to sing it at midnight, I'll allow it. Okay, I will not stand for when people will say, "I just had this happen last week." Okay, someone sang Coolio, Gangster Paradise. Oh, yeah. And then 30 minutes later, I had someone turn in Weird Al, Amish Paradise. And I said, I don't want to do that. What do you mean you don't want to do that? And I was like, I don't want to do that. It's the the same song. It's different lyrics, but it's the same song. But they're like, but we we had this connection. And that's when I realized, I was like, okay, I'll let them do it. Yeah. Because somebody it's loved, somebody heard the Coolio. They're like, oh my God, they said it out loud. They're probably like a couple tables away or whatever. Who knows? They're like, oh my God, I love Amish Paradise. I really want to do Amish Paradise. And then somebody that they didn't know, you know, because you notice these things. Again, that's the other part of paying attention while you're hosting, mm-hmm. is you see when two people, whatever, you see two tables get to know each other that didn't make know each other before, connection. make a love connection or whatever. Like and then they decided they wanted to do Amish Paradise together. Well, that's. Like, a stranger meeting a stranger, who am I to stand in the way of two strangers getting together to do Amish Paradise? But I made sure, I made sure it was 45 (laughs) minutes, I made sure it was 45 minutes later. At least, I at least gave it, I I made sure to give it some space. I'll work you in. Two years ago, so many people want to sing Picture by Kid Rock and Sheryl Crow. Oh, I tried that one. All the time. They kept turning it in. It was every single weekend. And then also Bohemian Rhapsody is always, it's been, dude, Bohemian Rhapsody has not gone out of style. For karaoke, at least in Arvada, for the last three years. You, Picture went will away. Will you Fandango? Fandango? Oh, yeah, we'll Fandango. send a bolt of light. Of <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, Sorry. no, it's fine. Yeah, but, um, yeah, it's... Yeah, but if you want to sing, if you want to sing a song and you really enjoy it, I'm not going to stand in your way of singing that song. I told, I've told a friend who sings uh, the dirty rap song, Afro Man. Which is is a long ass song. It's long, Ah, so long, and and it talks about because I got high. Yeah, because I got high. That's that's the same band, but it's not the song I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah. The one I'm thinking of, the dirty rap song involved. It's dirty. It's a dirty rap song, and it's no chasey. I just don't want to hear. I just don't want to hear. It is no chasey lane. I just don't want to hear those words come out of someone's mouth. when there could be classy people in the joint after midnight. It should be an after midnight song. Oh, Only fair after enough, midnight. Fair but this person I knew sang that song every time they sang, uh, which they were regular at the bar. So I heard this person sing Afro Man 
15 times. I think I've been doing it. Finally, I told him, no, I did. And I did. And to answer your question, I told him, I said, I don't want you to do this one tonight. <laughs> Please save us. I said, I want, you to, I want you to try something else. Good for you. And he kind of got offended. And he told on me. He told on you? He went and told the manager. manager. He's like, manager, he doesn't want me to sing this. And I got, I got spoken to later. He's like, this, this person. Did you uh, tell him snitches get stitches? <laughs> the manager said to me, this person's money is good here. It's as good as the next person who walks you in. You should have been like, his money's good, but his, that song sucks. I'm sick of it. My foot in his ass is good. But anyway, but I felt, I felt how the bar was. Yeah. He, he, his money is just as good as anyone else's. And he's a regular. So when a regular has a song they love, and the bar loves this person. Oh. <sighs> You're in a catch-22 there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think this all makes me think like there needs to be a, a person in the middle. Like, right? There's the KJ. And we need to set up a little station. Maybe, maybe T-Dog could man it. And mm-hmm. it's like, I'm your, I'm your karaoke counselor. Like, tell me what you like. No. Show me what your voice can do. I'll pair you up with the rice. I fully disagree. I fully disagree. That sounds like great. I think there needs to be a karaoke bouncer. <laughs> a bouncer? You sang oh. this the last three weeks in a row. Well, You're out of here, well, buddy. Well, that might be after the counselor. They don't want the counselor. They can get the bouncer. It was really popular at the bar I learned to sing karaoke at, Bender's. They had a, a gong. Ooh. They literally, the roller, the roller dolls. On every, they I had a series, like every Tuesday night, the Roller Dolls, you know, the, the Denver Roller Dolls, yep. yeah. they'd show up, roller and roller the, the Roller Derby yeah. Chicks, they controlled the gong. Oh, if they nice. didn't like what you were singing, they came up and smashed it, that's and you had, you had to get off stage. Oh, that's, uh, that's so aggressive. Beautiful. That, that, that's that very would, aggressive. That would crush my self-esteem right, right there. It would not let you ran the gong. <laughs> yeah. I think you're up next two Fridays, you said, at... at uh, I am. I'll, so I'll be. I'll be at the. Let us, let us run a gong for the, for the next couple of months. I'll be at the old Dunn Tavern. Okay, okay, okay. No, no wait, gong wait, wait. policy. I don't. I don't so like if there's the gonna gong. Be no, the gong, gong policy does suck because if someone's been waiting, well, that's that's true. the thing. If someone's been waiting thirty minutes to sing and they just happen to sing, Fergie's. How good to be a let's big girl now? Let's entertain this idea. If <laughs> like I've been waiting all week. Let's entertain this. Too idea. bad the gong. But you're not. You, you, it's it's. It's not. Uh, it's somebody that's repeating their songs weekly, something like that. Not 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 somebody singing new because you got to give new people a chance. But let's entertain this idea of the gong. But let's have somebody that's hitting the gong and they're wearing a thong. Huh? No a thong on the no, gong. Thong on the gong. Let's yeah. go to Japan. You know? <laughs> okay, okay, how about this? Then? How about this? If we don't do the gong, we set up like some chairs, like Shark Tank, dude, and we just like. People get done, and we're like, "Man, you sang that song last time. We're, we're kind of it's we're sick of it. I can't invest in that." And uh, no, you're gone. I think the answer probably lies in technology. There should be a karaoke app where you you'll press all your favorite songs in the app, and then that app then finds it's like a Spotify. You know, if all you listen to is Blink One Eighty Two and Fall Out Boy and and whatever, those are your two favorite bands. Those and that's are all you my listen two to. favorite bands. <laughs> <laughs> but if that's all you, man. if those are the two two bands you listen to the most on Spotify, guess what? Spotify always has a recommendation. Like, do you like AFI? Do you like this or that? There should be a karaoke app where whatever your range is. Yeah. This one time about the karaoke counselor. You're saying digitize no, no. the karaoke counselor. Digitize the karaoke big. counselor. Oh, yeah. That could totally... You should, you should market <sighs> that. Gonna, and gonna, pat, you should patent that. Man. We're going to work on that. 
Speaking of that, why isn't there an app where in you have an app like whatever it is, karaoke song, you know, and the audience picks their song, punches it in their phone, it transfers to your phone, and you build your list of people singing. They put in there, like, you don't have to bring the paper up, you just do it by Come phone. Come on. Why isn't Paper's that here? Paper's awesome. That's because, awesome. Because, well, what you're talking you about. You eliminate is, the stack that way. Yeah. You eliminate the stack. But you're also, stack. you're also talking about a digital karaoke host. Oh, that's oh, that eliminates oh. your job. Oh, yeah. I've overstepped. You're a jerk. I've you're, overstepped. You're killing jobs. You're, yeah. you're, you're the uh, you're the self-checkout. You're taking, you're taking, <laughs> yeah, right. you're taking the KJ out of the, out of the equation. Yeah, I didn't mean to do that. That's okay. You're brainstorming. That kind of stuff you, is going to You just had your KJ. job taken yeah, over by like a computer, my friend. KJ Union. Yeah, KJ Union. You went the way of the dinosaur. It's like kind of the self self-driving cars. Yep. No no more karaoke KJs. That'd be awful. You can't get rid of the KJ. I like the KJ. Yeah. I like to see him unionized. Brotherhood <laughs> of the Brotherhood the song of the karaoke, d- d- karaoke jockeys. Yeah. That'd be good. International Brotherhood of the Karaoke Jockeys. Oh, yeah, start. We got so many ideas. We got some money makers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is, it should be like on a finance podcast. It's like a brain trust yeah, in here. It's, it's like, like, like the Phoenix Foundation on MacGyver or yeah, something like that. Phoenix Foundation. That's what it is. <laughs> All right. Well, we're uh, way over time anyway, but this has been fun. We're gonna get to. We gotta get the song challenge. Though. People are waiting for the song challenge. So they know what to sing. Max, so Max, what what song would you like to challenge our listeners to sing, karaoke style, their next time up at the mic? Can you think of something that could challenge them and uh, bring a smile to everyone's face? Yeah, the uh, uh, simple plan. Of- Addicted. Simple plan, addicted. I like it. So, if you're going to karaoke, you heard it here, put up folks. Simple plan, addicted. If you see someone singing Simple plan, addicted, give them a pat. Don't jump back. up on stage and sing with them unless you ask them. But when they <laughs> yeah. get done, say, "Have you been listening to the karaoke cast?" Because chances are they have. Because I don't hear that song very much. That's a. That's a. That's kind of rare. obscure. That's obscure, but I like it. But uh, yeah, I think we're we better call it a wrap here. Thank you, Max, for uh, for your insights. Thanks it's good for, to have you. Very, uh, very oh. enlightening. We've been waiting for KJ to give your you know the other side of the uh, the table's point of view. So we appreciate it. You've been a great guest, and uh, I'm sure we'll see you around. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so uh, I want to remind everybody we got the website up and running for questions. If you have a viewer question for Max. For uh, you know, we'll get it to Max, or, or we'll have him back on to answer it. For T Dog, for Mud, or for myself, Pomp, email it to karaokecast at aol dot com, and uh, we will get your viewer questions answered. Um, other than that, thank you for listening. We would love if you uh, give us a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you're listening, because we need all the help we can get. You know, we're just starting out, but uh, we. Love our listeners. If you love us, give us a review. This is Pomp signing off. T-Dog saying aloha. Mud saying go nuggets and have a good night. All right. See you next time on Karaoke Cast.